Hello, and welcome to Pretend to Imagine, a weekly podcast with Tyler and Greg. Tonight's topics include violence, a new <laughs> a new segment, a new segment called Fortune Cookie Time, the death of Edgar Allan Poe, also Halloween traditions. We're all over the map in this one. Yeah, well, it's close to Halloween, so. All right. Okay, so now that we've opened up our fortune cookie, ready? Mm, I'm gonna read it like cardboard. Uh, you know what? I hate fortune cookies. Yeah, they're my least favorite. They, I don't even. I think calling them a cookie is uh, a lie. I, I believe they're. And it's mean. They're not really actually a food, aren't they? Some form of like formica. It's or, packing or, material. Uh, packing, oh, it's, oh, packing yeah, material. It's compressed packing peanuts. Air, air uh, filter stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, that's what it is. It's mostly asbestos. Yeah. Uh, so here's the here's the fortune. Yeah. Uh, I have it right here. Um, it is, uh, it's better to be the hammer than the nail. <laughs> well, yes. So, I, <laughs> yeah, and they also say you can't teach a hammer to love nails. You can't teach a hammer new tricks. You can't. <laughs> Uh, so it's better to be the hammer than the nail. So what does that say? What is it? Well, what, it's, it's actually it's this? actually sort of draconian. I mean, it's, I know it's, it's, it's a like little rather upsetting. than you rather than you taking it, you have to dish it out. Yeah, you have to be the you have to be the bully. It's my, it's it's about bullying. My brother learned that right off the bat. He he saw me. I was of course tortured and I was <laughs> cruelly exposed to catcalls of nerd and geek and, and, and all these horrible things as I, as I grew up in my pain childhood. And, a lot. and my brother looked and said, nope, not me, buddy. And uh, he just, he would he took crap from no one. And unfortunately, he uh, had been known to hate So he people. learned from your mistakes. He learned from my mistakes. So I suppose I, I'm sort of like a Christ figure to my brother, wouldn't you say? Well, it's I, a, it's well, a, I, go, I suffered okay. so that he wouldn't have to, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's Jesus. All right. I think... I, I'm Jesus. <laughs> fine. Uh, yeah. So uh, better to be the hammer than the nail. What about the nail? Now, the, the poor nail, I well, think that's... Well, I mean, the nail, um, somebody's going to get nailed. I don't know. I, this is a very upset. You can't listen. Listen to me. You can't build a pirate ship replica off oh. your porch without hitting some nails. So first of all, the the pirate ship, which is yeah. up on the front lawn, by the way. Now this is going to air after Halloween. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it'll, it'll probably still be up because it'll probably be up well into November. Yeah. Uh, but the the this pirate ship is uh, about 19 <laughs> feet long until it's you know stolen by homeless people to make wood fires. That's yeah. They'll, yeah. It'll, it'll it's, believe me, it's going to make a great bonfire. No, we're not going to burn it. We're going we're going to we're going to salvage it. But it's 20. Um, sorry, it's 19 feet long, wow. six and a half feet wide, six and a half feet tall. Mm. It's lit up with these water effects. I, I know. have a 20 foot tall mast. It's not on it yet. That's going on really? in a couple of days. 20 foot tall mast with wa uh, waves, with uh, uh, sails. It's got a crow's nest. This, you know, thing, I, this I, thing is legit. I should let you know, I actually uh, called uh, the Cranston Public Works Department to see if you guys needed a permit per to build something that large. Oh, well, thank you for that. Yeah, now they, they, they said something about like, oh my God. And yeah. then they said, "Well, could we have their number?" And I, I gave you their phone number. So that's that's that, that, that's they, fantastic. They might, I'm sure you, they'll come over. You may be, be getting a pleased. call. Let me tell you, this thing—it's <laughs> it's windy today. I've basically built the world's most giant box kite. Right, it's made out of a wood frame with thin Luan, like eighth inch, like quarter inch plywood. Yeah, this thing will is going to blow away like crazy. It's going to be found in another state. 
right. So uh, that's 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 up. But so, so but any, but anyways, the point is, you couldn't have built this without hammering nails. Without hammer, okay. without hammering nails. And then you know, and then of course, there's it's better to be the nail gun than the nail. Uh, I don't know. I it guess takes so. it to another level. You know, you know, as a physician. I've found that nail guns are highly problematic. Have you ever used a nail gun? I have never. I've seen them used. Right, I've used and I just, gun. I do right. not. You don't want a, a, they scare a, a, a the nail out. to come out at ballistic speeds. They scare the hell okay, out of so me. Okay, so here's the deal with a nail gun, right? Nail gun has a trigger. Okay, it's a, it's a trigger. That's the gun part, right? Makes yep. sense. You pull the trigger, nail goes in, right? Okay, it also has this front piece that you have to push down so it's flush with the thing you're going to nail and then that releases the safety so you can pull the trigger, okay? Right. Now, it takes a certain amount of effort to actually push that that uh, that nub down mm -hmm. so that it can actually can be done. People still get them in their, in their hands. I, I, was, I was like minding my own business at work one day. This guy comes in, holds up his hand. It's going in through the thumb and out through the base of the pinky finger. How long was this nail? Or this how nail must have been, I swear, I swear to you, this nail must have been six inches long, okay? It was like a massive nail and he's waving it around and i'm like well how did this happen because well you know i had a little problem with the nail gun i'm like how he goes well you know it was it was slowing me down so i basically just taped that sucker down so that the nub was always down and you could just yeah. free fire it's kind of like you know it's kind of like converting your semi-automatic weapon into be into a full automatic oh he put a bump you know yeah. he basically is one of those those uh, those kits to to change mm -hmm. it and, and the really funny funny thing was that of course, I sent him the ear. I said, dude, I said, you know, that could be transfixing an artery. You know, if I pull that out, you could bleed out. I said, you, you got to go in, you got to get imaging. You know, so he, he was like, you can't just pull it out. I'm like, no, I can't just pull that out. I'm like, you know, it could be, you know. So, so anyway, uh, so he left. And then a week later, he came back and it, there was a nail going through his finger. Oh, and I was, I, I looked, I said, do you think the nail gun might not be your tool? Maybe that's just not the best one for you to be using. I mean, you know, I, <laughs> so. The next one's going to be in his brain. I mean, I, I, or I an eye, or an eye, yeah, 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 right through. Well, anyway, yeah, but uh, yeah. I, so, so anyway, uh, uh, what? So you're suggesting why do people not want to be the nail? No, I'm just saying. What about? Does anybody ever think about the nail? That's what I'm. That, that's what I'm saying. Does anybody I, ever I, think about the nail? I, the poor I, nail. You really think about the hammer because the hammer is the, the sexy one. The hammer. Well, you know, I know what you were saying a, a, a nail gun. A nail gun is like a weaponized hammer. Which it, is already a weapon. It's already a weapon, right? That's right. So that's right. Particularly claw hammer, which is really kind of awful. <laughs> did you ever? Did I ever show you my uh, my cavalry hammer? Cavalry hammer? I have a cavalry hammer. I don't know what the hell a cavalry hammer is. I'll show you. Okay, so I just put into Greg's hand uh, what's called a cavalry hammer. All right, so this is some kind of like medieval weapon for crushing people's it, it's hopes, got, it's dreams. Got, it's got three skulls, settings: bones. Uh, yeah, puree, I think, is the so most... So there's, there's three settings. Oh, so, my God. All right. So, so the, the front of the hammer... All right, so all right. hold on a second. Yeah. So this is a legit... It's real. This yeah. is a legit sort of replica of a medieval medieval weapon. It's a it's a piece of wood, a one, one inch by roughly one inch, and it's probably about 20, 24 inches long. And on the end, it has... It looks kind of like a hammer, but it has a giant spike on it. It's got and an the, awl. The, the other part of the hammer that would be round and flat that you would normally use to uh, hammer in nails is square, and each corner of the square is raised, now, so it has four sort of pointy bits. You know what that's on the, for? On the 
It's for crushing skulls. It's for crushing skulls and piercing armor. Piercing armor. Oh, uh, this is for... So the other end has a single long six-inch steel spike. Like That's for spur. piercing armor or skulls. Yeah. yeah. And then on the, 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 the bottom of the hammer, the, 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 you know what, the you end know what of the, the hammer... The, the bottom is for? You're riding along yeah. on a horse. There's someone like down and to the right of you, and you just take that and just go right down into them. So the, there's a the spike there, on this end. The spike on the other yeah, end, yeah. And it's damn heavy, and I don't know why you have it. It's for home defense. <laughs> somebody, it's crazy. Somebody comes at me with a gun, I'll come at them with a I cavalry never, hammer. And it has a, a nice little sort of like a decorative uh, yeah. re- relief detail on, on each side of the hammer. Yeah. It's actually quite quite beautiful it's in a, a it's barbaric a, it's a kind nice of way. Kinda, uh, you, know, you know, though as a doctor, I don't think I could bring myself to kill someone with this thing. It would be so horrendous that I just, I, I don't think I could do it. I'm really... Think ever, of like, I'm really like if you had to murder somebody, yeah. if you had to murder somebody, the, in, I think that there's a lot of people... Take this thing, I'm... I'm, I'm Poking it into your floor. Um, I think there are people who fall into two categories. People who could murder somebody or yeah. kill somebody yeah. with a gun. Yeah. And people who could do it with a knife. Oh, I yeah. I think a it's, knife is so intimate uh, and it so... Is. That's, why the, could, that's why the Joker only used knives in, dar- in, the, in uh, uh, the Dark Knight. He actually does a part where he talks about that. He's like, this why don't is, you use guns? He's Ledger's, he's Ledger's Joker. Joker. He's, he's, he talks about that knives are, are much more intimate and you feel the kill and all that kind of stuff. It's, I, don't, it's a, I don't want that. It's I don't a, want to feel, I don't want to murder someone with a gun, but I feel like if I was, if I was defending myself or yeah. if I was in a fit of anger... A gun, I could. Well, we're getting into some. We're, we're not. Well, not, no, no, no. But I mean, that's, that's, we don't really care about gun, gun, we're, gun we're, control. We're but, just thinking, though. But I'm I, just saying, I would be far more li- likely to f- fire at somebody who was bothering me, annoying me, threatening me with a gun right. than I would be to stab them with a knife. Well, here's a good example. I would wait a lot longer because yeah. the, the the not because. I would wait a lot longer because the act of stabbing somebody with a knife is just very what if, repul- repulsive. To what me. if there was a there, there was a weapon called a death wand in the Hyperion books by Dan Simmons, and it was a weapon. It would look like a wand with a glass ball in the end, and you would aim it at someone, press the button, and they would quietly close their eyes and fall to the floor. No blood, no guts, no screaming, no nothing, just dead. There's a casual weapon for you. Takes away all the awful. It's just, oh, I put them to sleep and not getting back up again. I mean, that's the deal with guns. That's the thing. It's like, it's at a distance. You, I mean, there's so going to be some, one some, more but that would be one more from step the act of from, killing. from the act of killing that, that would just be just such a, it, it's painless for you. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, I mean, there's something to be said about that. Like back in the day, if you, and even, even getting in a fight with your fists, I mean, it's, it's, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not casual really. It's a, it's right up there in your face, you know? Honestly, my tolerance for violence of all kinds has dropped immensely since I've been doing the job I do. Um, now I'll see things on TV, um, and it's not to say that violence uh, doesn't have its place in. in um, so, do you think it's because of your job or because you're getting older? It's yes, both. I, but I think in my job, what I'll often see is I'll see these things happen, and I'm like, oh God, I couldn't put that back together again. Oh, I know how much that's gonna hurt because I've seen people who've like felt stuff like that. You know, um, you know, I just um, it's, I had it's a, not fun for you. It's not fun. I just had a uh, 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 patient um, who came in after uh, uh, being assaulted. And this guy, this guy's head was repeatedly slammed into the concrete 
by his assailants and he was kicked and it was rib damage and muscle. I mean, terrible. It's, it's not like it is in TV. It was like, no, no, no. no. Well, you know, you know, so, you know, it's like, so, no, it hurts. It's you get messed up. This guy has a concussion. He's had a concussion for like five days now. Okay. This is, you don't dust yourself up and just, you know, keep fighting. Yeah, I mean, so you, you know. can't, you can't separate the fantasy. And when I say fantasy, I don't mean, but you can't celebrate the fiction, the fictionalization of violence and death from the the your 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 experience of the reality. So when you yeah. watch movies, Marvel movies or whatever, there is violence, there's death. If you watch movies where there's a murder, that's yep. you know Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, right? Yep. So they they're all full of all that that stuff. The, those again, I don't entirely mind it when it's being used to make a point in a plot or theme. I can I can accept that. That's mm-hmm. okay. Still doesn't mean it's it's funny. I mean, when I was a kid, it was funny. When I was you know a teenager, oh, look mm-hmm. at the blood and guts. <laughs> now I'm like, oh god, that's really you know. I mean, really, I had a lot of trouble with Ramsey Bolton. You know, and all the torture he did to Theon Greyjoy, mm. and, you know. But at the, by the same token, though, I will say that, um, you know, movies like The Godfather or Game of Thrones or, or you know, the movies that have uh, violence that is is very integral to the artistic value of the piece, you know, is, I think, okay. All right? I think you're, I'm, I'm, you're I'm, okay, I'm okay with that. But, but casual stuff, you slasher films... I, I even had trouble with Cabin in the Woods as much as I love Cabin in the Woods. Uh, you know, watching things... Ding. <laughs> I was uh, uh, taken to Cabin in the Woods against my will. Yeah. I don't like movies. Uh, I love movies. I don't like horror. I scream like a woman. I do not like horror movies. Right. right. Um, I avoid them. I find no value in them. I can't get them out of my head afterwards. I don't enjoy them. Me- Megan likes them. She, My wife, lo- and if they're B-horror movies, so much the better. Yeah. So all, all of our group, we're all going to go see... Cabin in the Woods, and I was the only one I didn't want to go. I'm like, maybe I'll find another movie at the theater. Yep. I'll go. I'll, we'll all meet after. I went. Cabin in the Woods was such a fantastic it was great. horror movie. You know, it was directed by Joss Whedon, so there's a lot of humor in it as well. And it kind of like deconstructed um, horror movies. And yes. Kinda, kinda well, it was a movie it. about people who watch horror movies. And and actually, it was very little, little moralizing yeah. uh, about it because... Uh, very briefly, the, the there's these sites around the world, uh, each of which are above a sleeping Spo- spoilers, old Spoilers, spoilers, by yeah, the way. Well, it's only been out for like six years. Yeah. So, uh, so they're each above a sleeping elder god. And if even one of the elder gods wakes up, it'll wake up all the other ones, the entire world will die. And there's these, these complexes that essentially create real-life horror movies for these sleeping gods to watch, and it keeps them asleep. And so it's this funny movie because it's this tropey teenage slasher flick mm-hmm. thing that's going on. Meanwhile, the people in these these complexes the control who are controlling everything are like taking bets on who dies first and are laughing at and them. Not and not only that, but they they are steering them towards the tropes. Exactly. exactly. They are, there there's yeah. a, a complex of a, a machine of yeah. of, of, of people. Oh, and they drug them and yeah, they do all these things to get, to get them, them to yeah. funnel them down into yeah. these these tropes. So yeah. it was a great movie. But but it was uh, it was funny because like you know they were all laughing at the death and they were they were uh, you know they, there were some people that you could tell had a conscious but even then they gave in and got in the office pool for who's going to die first and it was actually talking about the fact that you know watching horror movies is kind of a callous act I mean yeah. they're watching someone get killed and you're getting off from Cabin in the Woods and I know you and I have had our disagreements on this but I, I, I couldn't watch Westworld 
it was just no, too, uh, too violent. Westworld was terrific for it me. It was too violent. I just couldn't. But just you know, so there were a lot of people who they can watch a murder of people, but they can't watch they can't watch anything bad happening to animals. Oh yeah, and I find I find that to be odd. Well, people. Well, well it's pe- not, people view animals as innocent. People who flip out and they're overly overly uh, sensitive about dogs, but not about suffering of. of, of it's of, it's of all humans. in where you place your. It's a strange. Your, it, it, it's 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 all where you place your empathy. Yeah. Um, and humans. And, have, and, humans and I'm have, not saying that the, you know bad things happening to animals is terrible. Yeah. You know, but it there seems to be the, this such a huge divide about their feelings. From one to the other, from, uh, it, well, seemed, it seems strange. We, we have one person in our social group who, who really does feel very, oh, yeah, yeah. very bad. Yeah, she, for and she's a good. I wasn't even and, thinking and, of her, but, but she's but, a good but, example. But, you know, we went, we went to watch Life of Pi, yeah. and there was a certain amount of violence towards animals, and it really upset her. I mean, significantly. Yeah. I, I don't like to see any sentient thing suffer. I, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm a doctor. I, I don't, you know, I don't want to see that stuff. And uh, so, my my view on violence is, I, I, I you don't want to become desensitized to it. It has its place as part of a storytelling medium as, as a storytelling mechanism but it should be part of the artwork not gratuitous great as long as it's happening to somebody else <laughs> that is that is comedy yeah so it's halloween now as we're recording this will probably air well, after it's a, halloween it's a week we got about five five six days before halloween it's so correct yeah, yeah. yeah it's before, just right. before halloween yes um so i got a halloween question for you not yeah. a halloween question it's a, more of a history question okay. but it's a, sure what do you know about the death of Edgar Allan Poe? You know, sadly, nothing. This is going to be a riveting portion of the podcast. Because I know he was an alcoholic. So my understanding is that he, um, you know, he, he what, what was the story that he wrote about being buried alive? Or did he write several? Yeah, the, uh, the, was it the Premature Cask Burial? Cask of Amontillado. Premature Burial, I think. It, there was actually one called the Premature Burial, I think. Yep. Cask of Amontillado was being entombed. Yep. You know, and then there's these little jingling bells that they could hear as, as he as he split, bricked the poor guy up. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I you know, I, know I, I could tell you how H.P. Lovecraft died, but I don't know how... Uh, how uh, so my understanding, and I, we should probably look this up on Wikipedia, but my understanding is that he was uh, found... Uh, uh, Dead in, in in the street. I thought he was found expired underneath a gigantic pile of Thai hookers. <laughs> That's how he wanted. That's to how go. he wanted to go, right? So no, so uh, yeah, and they, they think that he was. Oh, you know what? We're gonna have to pause this, and I'm gonna have to look, look up the name of this of this thing. Okay, so we found out uh, more or less what's going on here. Apparently, it was reported he died of congestion of the brain, mm. but there were very suspicious uh, circumstances. Um, he, uh, let's see, he is said to have repeatedly cut out the name Reynolds before his death. Uh, he was wearing uh, clothes uh, that were not his own mm-hmm. when he died. Okay, and um, what? That's how I want to go. What the uh, what they think happened is uh, uh, he was a victim of cooping. Uh, which is a form of electoral fraud, where they uh-huh. bring they they kind of like a, a press gang will grab you, yeah, get you drunk or or uh, uh, you know up on opioid whatever opium yeah. or drugs, and they bring you from polling station to polling, and they have you make you vote in many Doesn't, many different. Isn't places. that how it happens all the That's time? That's how now? it happens it's, today. Yeah. But but they, so they I think now it, they give you a sandwich and then you go vote something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, let me read it. Cooping uh, is the uh, form of electoral fraud in which citizens are forced to vote for a particular candidate. 
uh, multiple times, sometimes leading to violence and even murder. So, yeah, so it's interesting that he... Uh, uh, he, he may have been a victim of that. Um, that there's a, I also had heard that he, uh, the... Um, this, was, this, by the way, was in Baltimore, this I believe is in, he died? in Baltimore. Baltimore. Uh, that the autopsy form uh, on him was kind of su- suspect. Yeah. And, you know, you can just imagine if he wound up, uh, you know, now being trying, buried alive I, and, and wasn't actually I, I'm dead. trying to think of what congestion on the brain means. Now, I mean, that there's several different possibilities for that. Uh, it could be that he had... Uh, uh, he could have had like hydrocephalus. He could have had a brain bleed and his brain swelled yeah, up. He might have had a congestion of the brain or cerebral inflammation. Okay, all right. So, th- th- so that could be, for instance, that could be encephalitis. Maybe he common died of euphemisms uh, for deaths from disreputable causes such as alcoholism. Ah, okay. So it could have been. It could have been the alcohol. Yep. He was a he was a uh, an alcoholic. It's sad. Uh, yeah. Most likely manic depressive, but ba- based on his and uh, freaky looking. Don't forget freaky looking. His, his head was like a giant pumpkin. His head was like uh, something. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he had, just, uh, You know, I read. Down, you know, his head looked inflamed. <laughs> there was inflammation in his eyes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I uh, actually read a very rare and interesting uh, piece by Edgar Allan Poe, a science fiction piece. Oh, really? Uh, where he, he came up with all these interesting things. It took place hundreds of years in the future, and Americans were called Americans, and they had uh, invented a um, what sounded like a superconducting battery. He had like these these batteries that could take enormous amounts of energy and just store them, and there were all kinds of like flying machines. Okay, so i got a couple questions yeah. for you. You say rare. What makes it rare? Well, I've never heard of anyone who's ever read it. All right, so that definition, your definition of rare yeah. is not really the definition of rare. If it's on the internet, All right. it is the opposite right, of so, rare. Okay, so I challenge little you. Little known. I want you, known. I want you to get on there and look up Edgar Allan Poe's science fiction story. All right, I, well, we'll do that in a minute. We'll yeah. do that in a minute. Uh, and then the other thing I was going to... Well, gonna, the, the other reason I'm saying rare, just to let you know, it's not in typical collections of Poe. You tend yeah. not to see it in the, you know, the, the you know, uh, Penguin Books collection of sure, it, uh, sure. Little, Poe, yeah. you know. Uh, and wasn't any good. Yeah, it was neat. It was neat. It was neat. Neat. So, neat. Dr. Tyler, yeah. neat. That's neat. your yeah, it was, quote it you was, on that. It was spiffy. I liked it. It was <laughs> spiffy. Edgar How old are you? Are you, like, are you like a 90-year-old man? <laughs> yeah, full of moxie and pizzazz. Oh, jeez. 23 skidoo. Uh. The little, the now, do you have? Um, I just had a question oh. for you. Um, uh, I was going to ask you um, as Halloween com- comes towards us. Obviously, you're doing this big do. Um, do you have any Halloween traditions th- that you do every Halloween? Uh, and I'm not asking yeah, about weird stuff. I mean, do you do you watch a certain movie? Do you you know? Uh, do, well, do, uh, we watch. Uh, uh, it's it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, you do. Yeah. Um, uh, we, that's, that's we're kind of loose with that. We'll watch that anytime in October yeah. or even November if we was there a, it, was there a Muppet Halloween? Because uh, that would be no. I would expect you guys. No, would watch that. you know there is nothing Muppet Halloween. There's a Muppet Treasure Island which is fantastic. I haven't seen that. Uh, we watch Nightmare Before Christmas probably okay. fifty times. Well, that's just that's on constant loop. Matter, yeah, it's yeah. It really it's pretty much on a constant yeah. loop. Um, I like the the duck the duck toy with fangs that was chasing the kid around. Oh, that was a crazy, <laughs> a crazy. So I actually met um, um, Henry Selleck, who's the director of Nightmare. Many people think it's Tim Burton directed it. He did not. He produced it. He produced it, and yeah. it's Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, capitalizing on his success of Edward Scissorhands and yeah. whatever. But Henry Selleck is the guy who uh, directed it. He also directed Coraline. Yep. Also one of my favorite movies. Yep, yep. And he directed, <clears throat> um, what the hell else did he direct? He directed uh, James and the Giant Peach. 
which I've seen bits of, but never really watched the whole it's thing. Pretty, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's pretty good. Um, but uh, so I met him at, uh, at RISD, Rhode Island School of Design, yeah. uh, which I did not attend, but my brother was... Uh, my entire family went there except me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. My yeah. brother, my mom, and my dad so all went to RISD. It's a great school. I'm it's one of the top five sheep. art schools in the country. Black sheep. So we're hanging around near RISD, and uh, we see somebody... Uh, well, but that's not the one. We wind up at this lecture that he's giving at RISD. Uh, we found out about it. And... Um, uh, he had all the little maquettes there for oh, the, did he? James yeah. the Giant Peach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he was saying, uh, I, I got to ask him a question, and I, I still remember the question. As a fan of stop-motion animation and all kinds of animation, the more closely a figure resembles human proportions, mm. the more difficult it is to hide the imperfections in the movements. Mm, so okay. if you have a very distorted character, like, say, Jack Skellington, who has yeah. very thin, pencil-thin right. limbs, if he's right. not moving correctly or if he looks like he's a little off-balance, nobody cares. Is, the closer know, to human proportions, it becomes it becomes more difficult. And Sally the Ragdoll yeah. was cl very close to human proportions. And I remember telling him, I had thought when I watched Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas, which is, again, one of the first stop-motion um mainstream movies to, to, to come out, I thought that she was played by an actress in a suit. Really? That they had filmed... They, there's a certain scene, and you, if you watch Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah. there's this specific scene where her whole body is shown, yeah. and she's crawling from tombstone, oh, yeah. and then she crawls yeah. behind another yeah. tombstone, she crawls behind another tombstone. It was so realistic to me. And now I look back, and I'm like, yeah, it's obviously stop motion. But at the time, no one had was, ever yeah. done anything so sophisticated it's, it's before. It's kind of funny um, you're saying that about animation, because um, this has been going through my, my head recently. Um, I play a game called Master of Orion, uh, it's a video game, and there are characters in it, uh, and s most of them are aliens. And the character that looks the worst, the CGI animation, the worst is the human. They yeah. look, the, he looks, he looks waxen, mannequin-like. He does, you know, the character does not have any real face. Look, the facial expressions are really like bad. And then when you look at the aliens, they're fantastic. They've got all this emotion and the way they move and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. I realized I think it's because the 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 characters and the creatures have inherently exaggerated features. Yeah. Their features are, are kind of crazy to begin with. And then when you animate them, they actually come out as being more realistic than this sort of mannequin like well, human. Hey, well, you're also judging them against what? Nothing. There's their 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 fantasy they're made up. Yeah, right. right. You so a human you character, really you're immediately going, I know what a human looks like. Yeah, that's not that, it. That's a good point. Yeah, you, you wouldn't know, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, no, my uh, my tradition, and I've done it for several years, is every Halloween night, or at least the night before, I uh, read uh, the Call of Cthulhu uh, by H.P. Lovecraft. It's just a thing I do every every Halloween. Um, just my little corner of horror that I enjoy. Um, but um, it's a funny holiday, really. I mean, is, is it a Hallmark holiday? Is it so, a real holiday? You know, I, mean, it's, I think the commercialization of it, or, or at least the um, making it acceptable for adults to indulge in Halloween, which when I was a kid, it was never an adult. Oh, thing. no. Well, there were those parties. Well, yeah, you, you hear about you know, them here and there, but yeah, now a, it, it's yeah. a big deal. You know, if you, if you don't have, to, if you have children, it's a different story because you are obligated to be with your kids on Halloween. Yeah, because sure. I, I know lots of younger people who somehow, 
they're all of the age that they may be getting or spawning children. Some have them, some don't. The ones that do find it difficult to go out to the Halloween parties and where you know the, yeah. the uh, Hasbro has sort of like an unofficial Halloween party at a, at a club. Um, the ones that don't have kids, they're all gone. They're all gone. Yeah. Um, but uh, it really is something that is uh, much more adult oriented than it's ever been. I was actually at one of those parties. It was uh, one, of I, the, I, I, one of those one of those parties. Pa- well, it was an adult. Was hall- there debauchery? <laughs> yeah, there was. There was, was there nudity? Yes, there was, it was an adult Halloween party. Okay, and I'm intrigued. It was a it was a real. I mean, I, I won't get into everything, but but let us suffice please, to please say, please do. Well, well, some of it was really kind of almost. Disturbing. Are you okay, Tyler? I'm all right, but it's. Do you need? Uh, do we? Should we hit the well, pause button? This, is, this is, I'm just saying. Do look, you need a hug? As this is a lighthearted podcast, I won't get into the stuff that wasn't. But so you're talking but, about like seriously, like awful stuff, stuff that happens sort of later on. Yeah, it's uh, all right. Look, look. Let's let's just back up for there. I'm not going to get into the heavy stuff. But here's Let what we tell you: this when we hit stop yeah. for the for the and we don't record anymore. Yeah. You're telling me this story. Okay. So anyway. Um, so I'm at this party, okay? And I don't like parties, but it was a good friend of mine, and he was he was having this party. You know? So it started slow, and the uh, the evening started getting getting more and more, uh, shall we say, liquored up, uh, at which point uh, there was made an entrance of two young ladies, uh, one of whom was dressed uh, as like some kind of sexy witch, and the other who was dressed head to toe in a pastel, brightly colored latex nurse outfit. Hello, nurse. Hello, nurse. And there was nothing left to the imagination. So, of course, she was stunningly beautiful on top of everything. So, of course, everyone is like, you know, oh, my God, you know. And um, my friend, to his horror, one of his acquaintances, who he didn't even like that much, but he didn't invite um, the two of them, the the young lady dressed as a a nurse, uh, and he went into this guy's bathroom and had sex in the bathtub while the party was going on. And the hilarious thing is the good guy... For the, good is, for them. Good, but, the, but the funny good part was the guy who was living in the apartment was a germaphobe. And he was so horrified that he scrubbed his tub the so entire no, next so day. So he's scrubbing the tub yeah. because they had sex in the yeah. tub. But the people who had sex had no thought to just... Having sex in a stranger's tub. You, you don't understand. You understand this. This. Uh, you know. You know my downstairs. You, you, you've been here. Yes. Yes. The yes, same yes. layout. We're talking like literally. The party was so going on. This tiny house. Through one, there was a single door separating the party from these two having carnal relations in the bathtub. So and just I, you know, there must carnal have been a lot relations. Of oh, Tyler. Carnal relations. Uh, Father so O'Malley used to call we, it that. We call that bumping ugly. Bumping ugly. Fine. That's fine. Introducing Pinky to Perky. <laughs> Never heard that before. Making your own yogurt? Oh no 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 no! Basting no. the bologna? Now you're making it weird. <laughs> you're really making it weird. Hiding the halfling in the woodpile? Uh. <laughs> 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 all right, forget it. Anyway, all right. Sorry. So anyway, that's what happened. Yes. It was it was very bizarre. But you know, again, I Were don't. You traumatized by this? I I was uh, I was like most of the single men there rather envious really you know we, mm. we, we didn't have the, the the chutzpah to go up and ask this girl to have sex sex with her in the bathroom I mean mm. I, I I'm a very demure quiet shy kind of fellow I would never do something like this but man this guy he went for it and she was she was she was into it she was so game she was game she was, she was absolutely game so uh, yeah crazy 
not a Halloween tradition that I would generally. Uh, yeah, let's rec- not make recommend. that a tradition. No, let's no, not make so. that. Let's just stick with reading. Good, clean, fun. Reading. We'll read Lovecraft, eat candy, and, yeah, dress watching up, dress up like pirates, watch cartoons. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Pretend to Imagine podcast with Tyler and Greg. We hope you enjoyed learning about all kinds of groovy things. We learned about, uh, oh, well, we opened up a fortune cookie today. That, that was kind of fun, right? I like that. I, I think, think that, 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 could that could become a thing. We yeah. should do that again. That could become a thing. Uh, we talked about Tyler's hammer. Yeah. It's not what you think. My deadly hammer. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to ask you about that that hammer. Why Calvary hammer? Because it's, uh, so this is used by a mounted soldier. Um, oh, cal- cavalry. Cavalry, yeah. So cavalry. Cavalry. Cal- cal- I thought you said cavalry. Not Calgary. Cavalry, ca- like the place cavalry. Yeah, a cavalry hammer, yeah. So you said, well, is it cavalry or cavalry? Say- what the hell? Is- Are you saying what I'm saying? Yeah, like as in riding a horse. Okay, it's the riding the horse hammer. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. So we talked about that. We talked about Edgar Allan Poe Ooh. and his... Strange and unusual Spooky death. Spooky death, yeah. Yeah, and we talked about Beats Halloween. H.P. Lovecraft just expired over in the Jane Brown over at Rhode Island Hospital. I've seen his room. Oh, he just died in a he, hospital? He died of, he died of, uh, of um, weirdness. Of, I think it was uh, it was liver cancer. Died oh, really? Of, died of liver cancer. Yeah, How old? This is, uh, huh. hey, this is the one that scares me. 47, my oh, age. He died at 47. Tyler. I'm like, oh. oh my God, I'm older than H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, uh, we talked about Halloween. So yep, uh, yep. some Halloween traditions. So uh, if you haven't done it already, make sure you listen to, uh, you watch, uh, it's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah. And since this is probably going to air after Halloween, don't forget to watch a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Okay. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take you up on that. All right. Talk All to right. you guys next week. Bye-bye. This has been another episode of Pretend to Imagine. For questions or comments, please email us at podcast at pretendtoimagine.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretend to Imagine. And visit our website at, you guessed it, pretendtoimagine.com. Produced by Tyler Smith and Greg Fisher. Web design and tech support by Small Hall Studios. Audio by Mitch Myers. Music by Greg Fisher. Editing by Tyler Smith. Please check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. And give us a five-star rating if you enjoy our podcast. Thanks, and happy pretending.